determined that my client committed fraud before we even walked into this courtroom. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly am I being paid as an attorney and why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used in this courtroom? The answer is very clear. Because Ms. James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar. Call the company fraudulent and make a name for herself. She said this morning that the numbers don't lie and they won't lie in this case. Well, Ms. James, I have a message for you. The numbers didn't lie when you ran for governor and that's why you dropped out. And the numbers don't lie when President Trump runs for office in 2024. And those numbers are loud and clear. This country is falling apart. And if we don't stop corruption in courtrooms where attorneys are gagged, where attorneys are not allowed to say what they need to say to protect their clients' interests, it doesn't matter what your politics are. Everyone has a right in this country to get up and put a defense. I don't care who you are. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can put objections on the record. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. Because not every American citizen gets a camera and a microphone. And what I'm seeing is such a demise of American judicial system and democracy. Miss James came out this morning and said that she knew Mr. Trump, and she always calls him Mr. Trump because it kills her that he was the president. But the 45th president of this country, one of the best presidents we've had, has built a great company. It's worth a ton more than that statement of financial condition. And she doesn't know how to get out of it because her politics won't allow her. She calls him a bully. She says he's going to bring out racial slurs. He's going to say things today and taunt her. Well, Miss James, you taunted him before you came into office, before you saw one record, one statement of financial condition. You taunted him. You said his administration was too male and too pale. Those are her words. She said that she and Michael Cohen were going to be his biggest nightmare. Well, I have some news for you, Miss James. Michael Cohen folded, lied, and crumbled. Your star witness, along with all the DAs and corrupt AGs, need to be paying attention to what happens when you let us take the stand, when you let my client speak the truth and the judge can tell me to sit down and he can try and shorten my client's testimony, but it is loud and clear. They've got nothing. They've got nothing but their politics. She's got nothing but her Soros backing, which we discovered recently. And I am sick and tired of seeing it. Pay attention, America. Pay attention. Because when you're in court one of these days and you don't have a lawyer that has a microphone and you don't have a lawyer that can go on TV and you've got judges gagging them, what are you going to do? We need to fix this country and we need to stop what is happening in this courtroom.
President Trump is worth a lot more, and she wasn't ready for it. She doesn't understand it. And before she rushed to judgment, she should have thought about attacking somebody with over 50 years of real estate expertise who changed single-handedly the skyline of New York City. She picked the wrong person, and her politics will fail for it. All right, welcome back. I think that pretty much said it all there. Trump's case in New York, which I think everybody knew was going to go poorly. I mean, look where the... Uh, Look where he's being tried at. It's just like D.C. There, there's no way you're getting a fair trial there. And he'll he'll probably lose on the first round win on appeal. I think that's what most everybody's expecting. Uh, I am no legal scholar, but I certainly have enough common sense to know that depending on where your court case is being tried, you can kind of already guess the outcome. And he is being tried in one of the bluest cities in one of the bluest states in the entire country. So, <laughs> it's not going to go real well for him there. Um, I like what his lawyer had to say. I like she touched base on everything. She's certainly not scared. I can tell you that much. She's definitely ready to fight. Trump hired a good one there, and we'll see how that all turns out. I think the bigger story, at least for me, that came out yesterday was um, regarding the Nashville shooter. Uh, a lot of stuff was leaked about the Nashville shooter's manifesto. And uh, quite disturbing, to be honest with you. Um, Audrey Hale, the supposed transgender, wrote about her desire to kill all you little crackers because of their white privilege, according to leaked, uh, a leaked manifesto from Hale, uh, who opened fire on a private Christian school in Tennessee earlier this year, killing six people. Uh, kill those kids, those crackers. Um, Going to that private fancy school, Hale wrote in one page of the notebook, pictures which were published by conservative commentator Stephen Crowder on Monday. Uh, the notebook has been authenticated, but the material published is selective, according to the Tennessee Star, one of the news agencies that sued the FBI earlier this year, um, trying to get access to the memo. On a page dated February 3rd of 2023, Hale wrote, Want to kill you little crackers? Bunch of little... Uh, I don't think I could say that word. <laughs> Bunch of little uh, homosexuals, but the bad term for it. I think in England at some point, uh, the word that I'm thinking of was used to describe cigarettes. I could be wrong there, but I think I think it was. Um yeah, well, with your white privilege. Uh, in an entry on March 27th of 2023, the day of the school shooting, Hale wrote about being excited for the past two weeks and hoping to have a high death count. The 28-year-old uh, biological female uh, signed the entries in the notebook under the name Aiden. Hale, di Hale died the day of the shooting, obviously, when police opened up fire on her. I can see why they were trying to suppress this information, and why they did not want it to get out to the public. Because it just, it gives you a little bit of insight into the mind of a mad woman. Okay, and uh, they don't want to associate uh, mental disease uh, with transgenderism. Which, honestly, it's kind of hard not to. A lot of times, I mean, if to me, if you believe that you are of the wrong gender, there's something wrong there. I mean, uh, you, you wake up every day, you're in the same body since birth. 
you look at yourself, is there a 1% or less than 1% of people who truly have transgender dysphoria their entire life that believe they're in the wrong body? But obviously, if it has a name, it has it's a condition. And if it's a condition, it's a mental condition, which means that at some level, you have some type of mental instability or a mental problem. I mean, it's just, it's a fact. They don't want to highlight that because it doesn't go along with their narrative that anybody can be anything. You can be fluid and you can wake up today and be whatever you want to be. Okay, well... If it would help me do better in life, I, you know, I think I want to be a woman today. Or if it's going to be, you know, if I can get involved in this sport because I'm a man and I suck at this sport, let me go and say I'm a woman and then I can dominate over there and finally feel like a champion. There is a mental issue here with the people that are truly are trans- transgender. I think then on top of that, you have people that are exploiting the times. I think that they see what is going on around them and that it's, widely being accepted and there's support for it. So like anybody, like any criminal, like any dirtbag during a tragic situation, how they take advantage of people. I think that there are people that are taking advantage of this moment in life and using it to their benefit. And I would say most of those are athletes. And I see that, uh, the boy that can't compete as, uh, in the male sport besides getting a female sport, he's number one in a male sport. He's number 400 and something. I mean, it's just, that's the way people are. People are sick and twisted individuals and they take advantage of bad moments. But there is a type of mental issue associated with transgenderism. I, I could argue that point with anybody. If there's a name for the condition, <laughs> then there's obviously a problem there. Somebody has taken the time to study a person and attach what that person is feeling and saying to a name. Why? They don't, what do they give, what name do we have that you're, you accept your gender? I, at least to my knowledge, and maybe it's buried deep in a book somewhere, uh, but I don't have a name. I just am what I am. Uh, but for them, it's trans, what is it, trans dysphoria or whatever the, the medical technical term for it is. Well, if you have that, that has already been studied and they've already given it something so that way they can describe it accurately, obviously there's a problem there. You know, it's a condition that you have. They didn't want this getting out. At the end of the day, transgender, not transgender, this was a very sick individual that just wanted to harm people. It's not about guns. It's it's not about sex. It's about a disturbed young lady that wanted to create... Yeah, it was evil person and wanted to create chaos and wanted to take the lives of innocent people because she was disturbed. Uh, that that's what it comes down to. Uh, I'm glad that they were able to get some of the manifesto. You know, they're able to get some select pieces and bits and pieces of it. I don't know how much more will ever come out of it, but do you really need any more than what you've seen? You know now that this person was disturbed. She wanted to kill people. She fantasized about killing people. Uh, she had a, a true hate buildup. This is somebody that had a mental disease, obviously. Um, and the Democratic push didn't help. All of this race nonsense that they try to uh, feed these kids doesn't help. Because I, unless I don't know any better, she's white. I mean, if she looks white to me. All the pictures that I see, it looks like a white girl. So... I've never seen white people with so much hate for white people unless they're being spoon-fed this crap from somewhere. The Democratic Party has 
convince these white liberals to hate themselves, hate their color, and hate other white people. It's it's amazing. And the only reason you fall for stuff like that is if you're weak, you're either weak-minded or you have a mental problem, which is probably why they did not want that to come out because um, they created that monster. The Democratic Party has cre- created that monster with what they've done, with, with all the hate that they spread and self-hate that they want you to feel and hate white people and all this nonsense racist crap that they spew every day that people who are mentally disturbed, like this young lady was, she ended up buying into it, believing it, and, you know, another part of that I don't understand, I know this is a little bit, I just don't understand how, if you are white, <laughs> I mean, you hate other white people, and you're, you're just because you're white, I mean, what do you think of yourself? I mean, is is this why kids, why suicide rates are continually going up? I mean, are you killing yourself because you're white? My God, they've got you guys confused. I I hope that all this stops. For the better good of humanity, I hope all this crap stops. Yeah, but I think that was bigger than the than news than the Trump case coming out. You know, we, we know now um, it's been confirmed what we all already knew. This was a sick individual that just wanted to kill people because she was was dealing with some mental problems, had mental problems, and then on top of that, she was being uh, groomed and uh, indoctrinated by the left to hate white people, even though she was white. So, good job, Democrats. That monster, you guys own that one. All right, moving on. This is one that's from the Federalist. I thought you guys would find entertaining, to be honest with you. Um, The Rolling Stones published an article over the weekend vilifying Speaker Mike Johnson for being a Christian who actively protects his teenage son from the damaging effects of pornography. And a statistic that you might know or might not know, um, pornography addiction is only second to gambling. We're not talking about drug addiction. If you're just talking about other addictions, uh, it's actually second to gambling. That's how bad that has gotten in the country. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't see why it's a problem that he's trying to protect his son from something that's bad. Not to mention, it's just filth. I mean, what you're watching is just garbage, disgusting. There's no benefit to it, trust me. And in case you're a young person, uh, I can tell you that you and your uh, spouse, uh, things are not the way that they are in videos like that. Because, I, you know, they're just... Those people are degenerates, and anybody that watches that's a degenerate, to be honest with you. Uh, in the clip, scrutinized by Rolling Stone, Johnson readily explains to a crowd at a Cypress Baptist Church in Brenton, Louisiana, that he uses a subscription-based accountability software called Covenant Eyes to notify him if his son views vile imagery and sexual content online. Uh, there, there's a lot of different things. Um, I, I wasn't familiar with with this particular one, Covenant Eyes, uh, they did have like Vid Angels, which is something that you can, I don't even know if it's still around, to be honest with you. It was kind of expensive, um, but it'll edit out all the bad stuff on movies for you. There's also DVD players and stuff that do that. So if like you, you know, your kids are watching DVDs and it can be set in the DVD, what it cuts out, it knows the movie, it knows the time frame, it knows everything that's in there. So when you, um, 
when you put the movie in, if it's cursing or if it's something that you don't want the kids to see, it just kind of blips over that part. So uh, there are, are a lot of people that use that. Me and my wife, we don't generally watch things with nudity in them. Yes, I do watch things that have swearing in them from uh, time to time. But um, we're pretty clean with what we watch. So generally, if we watch it, we're okay with the kids watching it. So we just tell them no on anything else. <laughs> no, sorry, you're not watching that. On to the next one. Um, Johnson testified to the uh, efficiency of Covenant Eyes by noting that uh, Jack has a clean slate and does not appear um, uh, does not appear to regularly view internet porn, something that can't be said for 73% of his son's teenage peers. Uh, which, like I said, that's you know it's only second to uh, gambling that uh, kids are getting sucked into this in, in this fantasy world and just perverted disgusting world of, of people that none of it's reality you know that's that's the thing is like i hope that these kids realize none of it's reality and most women and most girls i'm not gonna say all because obviously if it's there there are some but most girls are not uh behaving the way you're seeing them behave in the videos you're watching um rolling stones however or rolling stone excuse me however <clears throat> led this article by dishonestly accusing Johnson and his son of monitoring each other's porn intake, of which Johnson already indicated that there was none. The publication then framed Johnson's uh, uh, vigilancy as uh, creepy big brotherness that matched his track record as a faith-obsessed, election-denying, far-right Christian nationalists with a staunch belief in traditional marriage and in the sanctity, sanctity of life in the womb. It's amazing how they view people that just don't give in to any filthy uh, thing on the planet. Because you are pro-life, because you believe that uh, marriage is between a man and a woman, and that you also believe that you pick the right person and you stay with that person. And I think most Christians don't believe in divorce. That's why you are careful and you try to marry somebody else that's a Christian. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to be able to work these problems out because you believe in things like that and you don't want to show your kids smut that's online. You're being uh, attacked for it. Uh, amazing how far society has fallen. That that they think that that's okay to make that statement. Now, I don't think anybody takes Rolling Stone serious. I don't think that anybody even... I don't know anybody that even reads it. Even even when I was younger, I don't know anybody that read it. Uh, but there are some people that are consuming this crap. And it's it's amazing that to see how different we think. I know it. You know it. I mean, and they still catch me off guard. It's amazing that they would attack um, you for your beliefs like that, for having wholesome beliefs. That's a problem. But it's not a problem on the other side to just have... You know, it's a free-for-all. You can be whatever you want to be. You sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Uh, yeah, you can watch whatever you want to watch. You can just be the biggest low-life dirtbag that you want to be, and that's A-okay. But God forbid if you have some standards. God forbid that if you want to live a, a healthy and wholesome life, that's a problem. It's crazy. It, it, it's really crazy. We, we live it. I, to me, I live a great life. Could my life be better? Sure. I think anybody could say their life could be better, you know, whether it's financially or whatnot. But my personal life's a great life. 
You know, I mean, my, I don't, I don't have any problems. I wish my cars wouldn't break down as much as they do. <laughs> I mean, uh, that'd be a plus. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I didn't work uh, manual labor as hard as I do and uh, give my body a little bit of a break. But beyond that, I'm a happy person in general. I don't need drugs. I don't need to watch sex on TV. I don't, I don't need any of that crap to be happy. I'm, I'm, I have a uh, happy predisposition. That's the kind of person I am. So I'm, I'm always relatively in a good mood. Uh, I would say most of the time I'm tired. But it's amazing that uh, to them, you got to be okay with all these things to like live a happy existence. And that you have to be okay with your kids watching that crap and you have to be okay. No, I'm not okay with it. And no, they're not going to do it. And no, they don't need to fill their head up with that nonsense and, and all that perverted crap. No, how, how about they live a happy life? Where they don't need it. My kids don't have it. And, and my son, we, we were having a conversation. I was taking him by a sub shop to get him a, to get him a sub for lunch uh, the other day. And he, uh, he was talking to me about something with uh, emo kids. Um, and he was like, you know me, Dad. You know, I, I have a jolly disposition. And I started laughing. What 16-year-old says they have a jolly disposition? And I, and I said, you might need to lose a little weight here, buddy. And, and we started laughing. But... Uh, on all accounts, he's a happy kid. He goes around, he's a happy kid. And we have conversations, and he has any struggle that any other teenage boy his age has, except we've removed all the really bad stuff from him. So he can focus on him. He likes doing all of his personal things that he enjoys doing, and he's a happy person. He doesn't need all that crap to be happy. As a matter of fact, I think all that stuff confuses kids and actually makes them more miserable. That's what I believe. You start injecting all that in there and they're not sure, they don't have a straight pathway to follow, that they get more confused and they're easily manipulated by other people and it leads them to being unhappy. I think that the pathway that they're going, they're happy people, they'll grow up to be happy adults and they know that, no, I didn't have any of that when I was younger and I didn't need anything, I didn't need it, I was a happy kid and lived a happy life and they'll find their uh, other half and then they'll be happy doing it with their kids, so... That's just me anyways, but it's, it's, uh, I thought that was definitely, if you, if you listened, if you read Rolling Stone, if, if that was one of the publications you like to read, I can't imagine why or why you'd be even listening to me, but if you did, um, you'd be careful what you're consuming or if you have any of these magazines around the house and your kids are consuming it because obviously they are completely against I would probably assume 90% of the people that listen to me, they're completely against your lifestyle. Because I'm sure we all disagree on some things that I say. Um, but I would say that probably 90%, which is why you listen, we are in agreement with, um, and they certainly are not. So uh, something to uh, something to stay away from, Rolling Stone magazine. I'd like to see them go away like so many others. All right, if you like what you're hearing, tell some people, spread the news. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, go to one of my social media sites, send me a message. Beyond that, have a beautiful Tuesday. And tomorrow's hump day. We will halfway through.